We are here today to talk about vegetarianism. Is that what you want to talk about? Something that people who listen to this podcast may not know is that Mark Mosley is a vegetarian and by extension, some percentage responsible for Morrissey. That's not true. That's the argument. That's not true. That's a really bad argument. Throughout horrible this episode. Horrible argument. It doesn't even make sense. Yes, mm-hmm. I am a vegetarian. I have been for 15 years. Meat is murder. <laughs> Meat is murder. Is Meat, it? Yeah. But when we record this podcast, I don't say to you, hey, Tyler, you can't bring a hamburger into the studio when we record. Do I? Well, Do I? I, I haven't Do tried I? that yet. Do I? I haven't tried Do that. I? I'm bringing a fucking hamburger. Do I? Time. We're going to find out. I'm just saying, I'm not like Morrissey level of like vegetarian. You're not a fucking militant vegetarian. You know what the stereotype is that vegans are all shitty about their lifestyle and other people's lifestyle or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think Morrissey is just a vegetarian. I don't think he's even vegan. If that's true. He makes vegans seem chill. Things that people have to tell you that they do. Um, vegan or I'm gluten-free, or I do CrossFit. It's always one of those things. And I feel like a large collection of people, when you ask them what their favorite band is, they have to say the Smiths. Okay, so we started off talking shit on Morrissey. I know for a fact that anyone who legit likes the Smiths and press play on this, they're like, oh God, they're just going to attack Morrissey the whole time. How easy. Uh, it's sit the fuck down. We're going after this whole band. We'll get there. Yeah, and in all fairness, we probably could do an entire season of this show. Are you kidding? On Morrissey alone. This fucking podcast could be called Morrissey is a Cunt. <laughs> this entire podcast. We're like 40 episodes deep just going through his day-to-day life. Every story ever written about how shitty he is. Every show he oh canceled. Oh my God. He's written an autobiography. I cannot imagine reading it. You didn't read that one? Fuck no, man. The story of how it got published, he was adamant that I think it was Penguin that published it, uh-huh. the publishing house. Were they, did they have to not eat meat when they published uh, it? Uh, maybe. He was adamant that it be published as a classic. Like Penguin has penguin classics line of books i I think he said that his autobiography had to be published as a penguin classic what the fuck even is that that's not even egoism that's not rock star ego shit that's on a whole different level of bullshit top of the turd hill bullshit that's bono shit that is that's that bono yes you're right that is absolutely bono shit and the thing that's crazy is morrissey is nowhere close to as big or as popular as Bono. All right, just to skip over to the actual band, The Smiths, for a little bit, we can talk about um, some of the bands they influenced. A lot of the bands that we talk shit on, everyone says they're all influential. That's one of the main things that we like to debunk, is that they weren't influential. I think The Smiths were extremely influential in a horrible way. Well, here's the thing. is This is something that bothers me about The Smiths. What, what was that band name again? The Smiths. Okay. And the thing that uh, people that like The Smiths often do is if you were to say... Hey, what are your thoughts on emo music? Mm. Like uh, Jimmy World or Dashboard Confessional you mean or whatever. Jew? Yes, Jew the like band? Jew. Yes, Jew the band. Okay. Uh, they would immediately go, oh my God, that's so stupid. Emo music is so dumb. And then they're like, in the same breath, without even realizing it, probably wearing a fucking Smith shirt. I can't even respond because I'm like, you're, but. You're wearing a fucking Smith's shirt. The kings of emo, like the fucking forerunners of this entire genre. I don't know who you're hanging out with, but you got to stop. I don't hang out with a diverse group of people. Well, good for you. Some of them like the Smiths. 
And that's unfortunate. And they're not going to be happy about this. Whether or not you think you're a Smiths fan, just real fast do me a favor. Pause this. Go and listen to a song called Miserable Lie. Just, I think everyone ought to have heard that song once in their life. Just so you have that as a worst case example of how bad music can be. Check it out. I don't think that you should be going around, you know, calling some other song the worst thing you've ever heard. If you've never heard this song, you should at least know that it exists. It's out there. Very seriously bad song. I've seen people who want to credit the Smiths with influencing the entire Britpop wave of music, which I think largely sucks. I don't give a fuck about Oasis. You couldn't pay me to listen to Blur. Are you kidding? Fuck Blur. Who gives a shit? Are there any good Britpop bands? Okay, so yeah, the Smiths are super influential. Oh shit. It's not good. None of it's good. I think when we do an episode on Oasis, because it's for sure going to happen. Inevitable. We should just call them the shitty Beatles the whole time. Yeah. Because I think they're like a shittier version of the shitty Beatles. Who did we call the shitty Beatles before? We called the Who the shitty That's why Beatles. I said, yeah, yeah. the Who. But so we'll say that the, the Oasis is the shittier shitty Beatles. Yeah, I think Oasis probably like the Who also. But uh, the Smiths influence is even further reaching. Do you remember that band AFI? Oh yeah. I don't know if they're still active they are or what? they still tour yeah are they still do they yeah. sell tickets and shit i i don't know but they still tour davy havoc loves the smiths also a vegetarian just like you a lot of people that are in bands are vegetarians like you are vegetarians just like me probably because of me i'm hey, look i'm not saying it's because <laughs> of me <laughs> Uh, a lot of people in bands like the smiths it's a really popular band to like my chemical romance loves the smiths Tons of bands. I could brand new Panic at the Disco. Pretty girls make graves. Obviously, that's the name of a Smith song. And your favorite baseline band, Muse. Yeah, all of the Smiths. Now, here's the thing that bothers me: is people that love the Smiths will say how much those bands suck. Yeah, I was gonna say that we forgot to specify all those bands are trash. We're not saying these are good bands. What bothers me personally is when people say, "Oh, any of those bands suck." But they don't acknowledge that the reason all those bands exist half the time is the Smiths. We're going to get deep into it. I like the part of our show. I feel like it's a little bit more positive when we talk about bands that people should listen to instead of the bullshit that the episode is about. Yeah. And there are a lot with the Smiths. There are just a lot of bands who are happening around the same time and around the same place. Like the Teardrop Explodes, that's a band that hasn't come up on this podcast before. They don't get enough credit in general. If you want to talk about a band that the Smiths did take a lot from, I think that people should check out The Jam. The song by The Jam, that's entertainment. That's essentially the template for the Smiths. Uh, But what the Smiths were supposed to be, what they were supposed to represent at the time, their whole presence, it was this pushback against what were known as the new romantic bands. And these are bands like Duran Duran, Flock of Seagulls. I would much rather listen to Duran Duran or Flock of Seagulls. Absolutely. Did you find Morrissey's quote about Depeche Mode? What did he say about Depeche Mode? He just said that they sucked cool review yeah i didn't put the whole quote in here i thought that i did but i didn't put the whole quote in here but yeah he Mm -hmm. basically depeche mode sucks and they're boring basically whatever depeche mode is crushing it still yeah Uh, (laughs) i guarantee you if the smiths were still a touring band depeche mode would they'd be opening for depeche mode they should be they'd be one of three well they wouldn't do it for their egos maybe but they really should be like maybe one of three 
I feel like I bring up the chameleons in every episode for a band that sounds anything remotely like this, but uh, if more people listen to the chameleons, then they wouldn't be listening to bullshit like the Smiths. We wouldn't have to do episodes like this, and I wouldn't have to bring them up. So more of you should listen to the chameleons. Highly uh, influential, actually influential band. Crazy good band. Super ripped off band. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you before. We got to make something right from the U2 episode. We had so much shit to talk that day. That was one of the first episodes that we recorded. I think that was the first day that we recorded was the U2 episode. Yeah. And we had so much shit to talk. We had so many notes. We came with so much because we hate that band so much that we ended up not getting to everything. In our Radiohead episode, we talked about the free iTunes album because we had forgotten about that when we did the U2 episode. Something else I forgot to say in the U2 episode is anything you think that U2 invented, they stole from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, I believe that. Go look up who U2's first producer was, and then I want you to look up who he was producing right before he produced U2. I just I don't understand why anyone would listen to U2 or The Smiths in a world where Susie and the Banshee albums are not going anywhere. They're not against the law. They're not being burned in the street. They just exist and you can hear them. Why wouldn't you put that in your ears? I do wonder sometimes why bands like The Smiths. Well, actually, I kind of know why. Susie and the Banshees, I, I don't know of off the top of my head weren't in some huge movie or TV show soundtracks. Wasn't the Smiths, whatever song it is, I should have looked it up because somebody told me and I forgot. It was the uh, theme song for some very popular TV show. A lot later. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, but it like, keeps was the it res- charmed. It, yeah, but it keeps the resurgence going is my point. And I don't think Susie and the Banshees ever had that uh, reawakening over and over and over again over the years. Was it How Soon Is Now that was the theme I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Susie gets forgotten sometimes. Where the Smiths and you two live on because of other things that have come up in their career. Well, anyone who knows what the fuck they're talking about can just erect a flashing arrow sign pointing you at listening to Susie and the Banshee. Just fucking listen to that shit. Especially if you like you two or the Smiths. Yeah, what the fuck are you, if you doing? Like the, good God. <laughs> it's like a requirement. Fix your life. There are practically three different Smith songs that they recycle over and over and then How Soon Is Now, right? Yeah. You could sum up the entire Smith's discography as three songs repeated in various orders with new lyrics and How Soon Is Now. Yeah, that song does not sound like anything else. I wonder how many people heard How Soon Is Now because of that show or went back and listened to anything else that they did and they were like, what the fuck is this? It had to have been a shit ton of people and still tons of those people wear Smith shirts now not actually liking anything else. If the song was a song that was made by a band that sounded like that song sounds, we wouldn't be doing an episode on the Smiths because they would be a kick-ass band. That's a good song. Right. You're a fucking idiot if you don't like that song. Yeah, but then you listen to anything else. (laughs) It's it's a studio creation. We're going to get into it later, like how that song was made and everything. That's not a representation of this band or any other band. Because it's not possible for a band to sound that way. Yeah, my wife made a point because, you know, we listened to First Wave, whatever, and it came on and I was saying how I like the song and she was like, yeah, but you know how many people bought this record because of this song? And they were like, what the fuck is this? Nothing sounds like this song. How many people bought it? And they were like, this is not what I thought it was. What in the absolute fuck? They didn't have the willpower to say that the rest of it sucks. So they were like, I, I love the Smiths. They're <sighs> so good. 
Well, by that time, the critics thing had already happened to where if you didn't like it, you were dumb. Which is a popular theme among some of the bands that we do. People are like, oh, if you don't like this band, oh my God, you just are so stupid. Yep. The Smiths is one of those bands. There's this song by the great band T-Rex, and that song is called Metal Guru. And everyone knows and loves this song. And we know that the Smiths know and love that song because we know that Morrissey idolized T-Rex. The Smiths have a song called Panic that is a ripoff of Metal Guru. We like to talk about things like that. But here's something that's extra interesting about this. Morrissey, as a young gentleman, ran into Mark Bolin from T-Rex one time and asked him for an autograph, and Mark Bolin wouldn't give him an autograph. So I think this is the single event that turned Morrissey into Morrissey. He became Morrissey in that yeah, moment? like a Batman villain. This is it. Something clicked in his brain when he didn't get that autograph. Mm-hmm. It's his origin story. It's his origin story. That was the moment. Somebody should do a Morrissey's The Villain comic book series, and that's it right there. Like That's where you start. All someone has to do is animate It's this. like uh, Bruce Wayne when his parents get shot. Yes. But in this, it's Morrissey's ego gets fucking just destroyed. By Mark Boland. Like actually eradicated down to zero. And then what regrows from what's left of his ego is Morrissey. Morrissey. And it's like doomsday. You can't kill it. Every little piece of hate that gets thrown in Morrissey's direction only makes him stronger. He absorbs it. Yep. And then he just becomes super Morrissey. Goddamn, dude. I swear to God, if someone doesn't make this into a comic book, I'm going to be so angry. I'm pissed off at everyone. If you make comics and you're listening to this, I hate you until you make this into a comic book. Dave Morrissey became Morrissey. If you can draw comic books, you really should. A series on the creation of Morrissey, first comic, is just like him being like a normal kid. And then you know how it just like always ends with a cliffhanger? And it just ends with him meeting him. He's saying like, excuse me, sir, will you sign my... And then you, that, it just ends right there. And then the next one kicks in with like, no. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and you see his like internal self just shrivel up and die. It is my contention that this is how Morrissey came to be Morrissey. And the reason why is, can you imagine the Morrissey that the world currently knows and loathes asking anyone anywhere for an autograph? No, not at no. all. There's no, there's a 0% possibility. For sure, no way, never in a million years. Morrissey, who he is now, would never fucking ask for someone's autograph, right? No way. And I think that's because he did once. That was the moment. I can't imagine the boo-hoos that happened in his little bedroom that night. Yeah, do you think he still lays in bed and still thinks about it to this day? Like he cancels shows maybe still? Now I want to dish out some advice. If you're starting to date someone and they put a song by the Smiths on a playlist or something, you need to immediately ghost that person or you'll regret it for maybe the rest of your life. Why? Sometimes I wonder if you have to be a sociopath to enjoy the Smiths. You're just completely emotionally disconnected. What people like about this is that it is so insincere. It's sarcastic. But I feel like people take it so serious in the most depressing way. I think that's a common misperception of the Smiths and the Smiths fans. It is sort of dour. I don't know if everyone gets that then. I mean, I know that there are a lot of people who are all sad about it. I think a majority of people don't get it. (laughs) People people throw like It's hard for me to know what dumb people think about stuff, Mark. (laughs) I'm sorry. I get that, but when Morrissey plays still to this day, people throw like roses up on the stage and shit. This is like a cult, dude. That's weird. People are like, fuck cult members with this guy i think they take what he's saying very fucking serious is my point i think Ugh. he may be tongue-in-cheeky 
But I don't think they take it as being tongue-in-cheek. I think they take it as a gospel. I think if you don't start listening to the Smiths before you're, I don't know, 30 years old, there's no possibility of you getting into the Smiths. I hope not. I can't imagine someone who's 31, I'm going to try the Smiths out. Fuck, I like this. I think if you're even remotely stable as a human being and you and you <laughs> haven't already started listening to Smiths, then don't. I get it when you're young and angsty and depressed because whatever. If you're older and you your life isn't all sad, you have no reason to listen to the Smiths at all. This is one of those bands that'll make me talk to the radio. If I'm somewhere and I can't control the radio and a Smith song come on, I'm likely to say out loud, oh, can you please just shut the fuck up? Yeah, see, I only ever hear like three songs. So it's just annoying. It's still boring and drab. I think that, yeah, I think that this depressive quality of it that people hear comes from the way that it sounds. I think that the music sounds really stark. You know, it sounds like really bare bones-ish. All of it sounds like it could have been recorded in someone's garage. It wasn't. No, yeah. No, none of it sounds like it was recorded in an actual recording studio. It's got this bare bones vibe, this skeletal vibe. Everyone thinks that Johnny Marr is some incredible guitarist because of how much noise he's making. I don't get that. We've talked about uh, people's expectations for guitar players seem so low to me sometimes. There are so many guitar players who are regarded as legendary. I'm often perplexed befuddled oh good word bring that one out that's a good word i don't know how anyone could think that johnny marr is a great guitar player unless they don't know that finger picking exists because he just it's the same people that think lars is a good drummer what the fuck it's just because he's in a band that they like you know what i mean like so they apply a higher level of skill or whatever to it because like i love the smiths so therefore everyone in the smiths is great i hate to break it to anyone who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about but they were multi-tracking the shit out of these guitars where they do like seventy thousand or 75 layers of guitars and specifically on like how soon is now they, they can't play that live they can't recreate most of their songs live before they broke up they added a second guitarist to try and it still just sounds like shit maybe that's why they won't do a reunion because i read a thing this is shit this was years ago now but they got offered it was a long oh a, yeah a, a millions million, well they got offered a million each yeah, yeah, to yeah. do it and they won't do it no and i think at least partially that's because of morrissey because being morrissey but the other side of it is they would have to have 15 people on stage <laughs> to pull it off. $15 million to pull off a fucking Smith show. Yeah, and then you're just left with a Smith show. Who yeah, wants that? Yeah, with fucking 15 people on stage and people going, who the hell are all these fucking people? Have you ever watched a live video of the Smiths when they were together? I have before. Morrissey is the most obnoxious frontman for a band I have ever fucking seen. It looks like he is making fun of the band he's in the entire time he's on stage. He does these just weird extravagant moves to punctuate everything he says. You know, like in a cartoon where if someone's happy, they'll like jump up and click their heels together on the side. Yeah, yeah. He almost does shit like that. That extreme of a cartoonish weird gesture. All the while his mediocre band is playing mediocrely yeah. be- behind him. Even on record, this band pretty much just sounds like a college band. It sounds like anyone's band in college. You know that guy you're friends with on Facebook? He was in a band they made one album 12 years ago 
and he still posts about it all the time. No comment. That guy exists. The album that he made sounds like The Smiths. The Smiths sound like that album. That's all this is. The person who makes that post on Facebook every year on the anniversary of the one album that he put out, The Smiths are the best case scenario for his college band. So he likes to listen to The Smiths because it makes him think about what could have happened if everyone appreciated how much of a genius he was. That's a deep analogy, but I could see where you're going with it. Well, I'm done with it. I'm not going anywhere But I, I liked it, though. It was good. It was a strong <laughs> it was a strong analogy, and I was actually sticking with you the whole time. I'm trying to remember. So the first time I listened to Smiths when I was a little bit older, and I listened to the Smiths because everyone around me, not everyone, a lot of people around me were like, oh, my God, the fucking Smiths, man, are just, they're just such a great band. So I listened to it, and by that time I was too old to listen to it. Yeah. It was one of those bands that I was like, what the fuck is this? I tried a little bit and I, I didn't try very hard because I was like, this is just fucking bad. Like, I don't care. Like, it's just not good. It does. It sounds like you're fucking old dude. You went to high school with his band that he's still playing 30 years later. How I got to the Smiths is just, I took steps to try to educate myself on music. And one of the things that I did, I would just go look up critics list. That website, allmusic.com used to be great. I used to spend most of my time on that website reading, you know, these are the best albums of this decade. These are the best albums of this year. You know, these are the best albums from this genre or whatever. And a lot of the music that I like, the writers on all music were like, you need to listen to the Smiths if you like this. It never fucking clicked with good reason because it's not good. Once I got old enough to form my own opinions, it's where I didn't feel like I must be wrong if I don't agree with all these critics who are older than me. And, you know, they're the ones who get to say what's good and what's not. Once I realized that's all bullshit, it's just oh, everyone has been wrong about this band the entire time. It's a very liberating thing. And anyone who listening to this, if you're young and you haven't reached that point yet, fuck everyone. You get to decide. If you don't like this shit, you don't like this shit. Yeah, it's okay. The fucking Smiths suck. This band's undeniably best song is A, not a song that they can even perform live. B, entirely misrepresentative of their sound. 100%. I've seen people who say that How Soon Is Now is the Smiths' worst song. Yeah, that's bullshit. What, lay off the ketamine, what sir. Is, uh, what does a Smiths fan say that their favorite song is? Dude, I don't even know. Big Mouth Strikes Again? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Probably like I, This Charming Man or Big it, Mouth yeah, Strikes Again or, uh, or is Ask. It, uh, Ask is a big one. I think this song title should disqualify them as a band altogether. Please, please, please let me get what I want. They should be taken off Spotify for that. Meet is Murder is a horrible album. I have no fucking clue why that's regarded as a classic. The Queen is Dead, also trash. Are you fucking kidding me? Frankly, Mr. Shankly, that song is garbage. Some girls are bigger than others. Holy fuck. I'm going to get into that one even deeper in a minute. The Headmaster Ritual. The first song on, on Meet is Murder is called The Headmaster Ritual. I don't know how anyone could sit through the last minute and a half of that song. This is where I wish sometimes we had music on our podcast so we could inject them i wouldn't want to make anyone listen to it i wouldn't want to make anyone listen to that shit and what the fuck is up with this album cover by the way he took a picture of an actual soldier in war like in combat and his helmet said make war not love and they edit it to say meat is murder so you're like taking a dude who was not only fighting in a war, but also seemed pumped on it. Morrissey strips that guy of his message, puts in his meet his murder thing. The title track is over six minutes long and it uses sounds of mooing cows while Morrissey compares the killing of cows 
to the killing of humans. And I want to know, do you think this guy realizes that humans kill each other every day without even second guessing it? Do you think that he thinks pointing out killing animals is like killing humans? Yeah, hey guy, we kill humans. Not quite the same. Even if it was exactly the same, we kill <laughs> humans every day and don't give a fuck. It's true. So what the fuck, dude? You think you're gonna like, yeah, have you ever thought about the fact that uh, killing an animal is like killing a human? Yeah, bro. Some people eat people. Some people kill people and eat people. No way. It happens. No way. I wonder if you would say any of this to Morrissey's face if you. Ever oh, are you him. kidding me? You would not. I would pay a thousand dollars to have the chance to say this to Morrissey's face. Maybe we can make that happen. Here we go. Sometimes he talks about how he wishes that individual humans would be murdered. Have you seen this? No. Well, he, I've I, seen I, him yes. say. I've seen Morrissey say that he wishes Prince Charles had been shot. I've seen him say that he wishes Margaret Thatcher had not escaped an assassination attempt. I've seen him say that he wishes someone would bring him the head of Elton John on a plate because that would be one instance where meat would not be murder. Listen, babe, you can't try to get everyone to stop killing animals by saying it's morally equivalent to killing humans and then go around talking about the humans you would like to see killed. About actually killing humans yourself. How has no one just said this to him? Maybe somebody has. I doubt it. No, somebody probably never has ever said this to him. Somebody should. Somebody should play you. Play this podcast for Morrissey. Please, somebody out there. This is what I would do. If you're a sound guy, you're a sound guy at a festival and Morrissey is scheduled to play the festival, play this podcast before he plays. When Morrissey plays Meet His Murder live now. He incorporates video into his show a lot. I think he plays maybe a half hour video before every concert or something. I think you need to emphasize when because I don't know how many shows he cancels. Oh, yeah. A lot. Better than half. So when he actually performs it, if you're lucky enough to uh, get to see it. But when he plays the song Meet His Murder in the background, that video shows animals being killed in a slaughterhouse how entertaining well i just don't know how many people that is that really what you want to see and what's the point for me i would be annoyed to see that then now if you're walking into the venue and there's people passing out information and they're playing a video then you can choose to watch it or not that's cool i don't care but to be on stage where you have no choice because if you're there to see morrissey you have no yeah. choice but to ingest something which is not an enjoyable thing to watch and i maybe i get that's the point i just i don't i don't feel like forcing people to watch it is helpful also if the point of the song is to get that message across that's in that video you shouldn't need the video if you're good at doing what the fuck you do. Yeah. The song should get the point across, you know? I do wonder if Morrissey ends up just doing more damage for, because uh, he's so annoying This is definitely a case where you don't want him aligned with your cause because having him aligned with your cause makes your cause seem like the worst shit on the planet. It's annoying. If somebody's proselytizing to you like that, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying. So one weird and really stupid thing about this band is that a lot of their singles that people know were never put on a studio album. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you would put songs that you think are your best songs. You're releasing them as singles to radio to try to get them played on the radio and not have them be on your album. I, I don't even know what the strategy or plan there was supposed to be. Maybe. I, I have no idea. It couldn't have worked out well because all Morrissey ever did was complain about why the band didn't even have any hits. How Soon Is Now wasn't even really a hit. Uh, but all the songs that sound like the band sounds weren't 
hits and they I were think if you want to have hits though you have to write hits i think so none of their music is top 40 hit material yeah which i think their fans probably like i don't think their fans want them to but if Morrissey's whole goal was to well, all make, he ever did was complain about them not having hits. I mean, even to the point of naming one of their single compilations, which they had to make because they didn't put the singles on the fucking album. He named one of the single compilations. The world won't listen. It see this all really circles back to that moment when he did not get that, that <laughs> yeah. fucking signature. It's, it, it all plays out from there. It does, dude. Yeah. If you think about all of this behavior, all of these things, they all, all of them come back to that. It's all just like this rampant ego even so much the naming their albums something that's acknowledging the fact that they don't have big big (laughs) enough singles or something like it all really just ties into a giant ego one of these singles is a song called shoplifters of the world unite this specific song is really hilarious to me because you know you listen to the smiths because it's supposed to be all countercultural and deep and different than what's popular and everything but then in the middle of this song there's just a shitty 80s butt rock guitar solo in the middle of this song i don't know how you could kid yourself into thinking you're listening to anything except a shitty 80s guitar solo and it sounds like something you'd hear on a rat album yeah how soon is now what happened there is basically everyone dicked around in the studio for hours they had all these amps set up with different vibrato settings and they ran them for just 10 seconds at a time because that's all they could do to keep it in rhythm with the song and everything they did all this studio trickery stuff i got to assume that they begged morrissey to come in just kind of shut the hell up for a little bit not ruin this song with some shitty wannabe version of samuel beckett jacking off in the mirror or something lyrics <laughs> and get a good song on the radio even that doesn't become a hit uh, here's the thing I, I i really didn't want to do this episode and I, I was really nervous about doing this episode i still am i'm positive that morrissey is at least partially deaf you think he's deaf? He has got to be. The way that he sings. Oh, yeah, he can't sing. Everyone likes the Smiths because it's super impressive that a deaf person can approximate singing, is my assumption. Like Beethoven composing. I think Beethoven sucks. Definitely Beethoven sucks. Yeah. He didn't have any top 40 hits. Nobody is naturally this bad at singing. We could go pick 10 random people off the street and have them sing something. Every no. one of them is going to be better than Morrissey. If he could hear himself, he would acknowledge he's that bad and fix it. I would hope so. But maybe that's it. Maybe that he can't hear himself. Also, by the way, I know for a fact he's not deaf. There's one TV appearance where he wears a hearing aid, I think on the old Grey Whistle test, but he did that because apparently a Smiths fan was self-conscious about wearing their own hearing aid, so he did that to make them feel oh, it was cool. That's cute. Hands down, the most decent thing Morrissey ever did. Congratulations sir i referenced your one good deed on this that was podcast. the final internal battle between true morrissey and that was the last vestige of humanity that was left in him and he was just been a fucking thunder cunt <laughs> since that moment forever from that moment forward uh, every single song by the smith sounds like the other members of the band wrote the music on their own while morrissey was at home writing the lyrics then he comes into the studio and just tries to force those lyrics to fit the song without paying any attention to the actual song at all. The way he's singing doesn't ever match the music. It's like he said, I wrote this song and the band goes, I, we wrote this song and they just mush them together. Yes. 
they're not actually correlating with each other. Anyone who wants to pretend that it's possible to like this miss and not like Morrissey, I don't understand where they're coming from. It doesn't make any sense to me. You're saying people like will say, I like this miss, but I don't like Morrissey. Someone who is a Smith fan who presses play on this episode, they're going to be like, oh, I bet all they're doing is talking shit on Morrissey because <laughs> you, you can't attack the Smiths unless all you're doing is attacking Morrissey. And we've gone through other things about the band that aren't just Morrissey. But it is mostly Morrissey, and it is he—he he is completely inseparable. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't separate the two. Maybe I guess that people might feel like it's like a low-hanging fruit, but he's the quintessential part of the band. His treatment of the music that the other band members write. The way he thinks about it is as a platform for him to spout his shit lyrics on. You can't say like the Smiths are good except for Morrissey because all the Smiths are is people writing music and then Morrissey taking a fat shit on top of it. The fat shit. Also, if the Smiths minus Morrissey are so goddamn brilliant, then why didn't everyone else in the band, after they broke up, start a new band with a new singer and achieve massive success? Because that's exactly what the other band you love so much, Joy Division, did. Yeah, New Order. Why don't we have a New Order from the Smiths? If the band without Morrissey is so great. Probably because they're not. I don't think they are. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're good. Just gonna say. So yeah, I think that anyone out there who thinks it's even you know possible to love the Smiths and acknowledge Morrissey not being a great singer or lyricist or anything, I think that you're just saying that because you know this band fucking sucks and that's the thing that you tell yourself for when people talk shit on your band is that it's just, it's so easy to talk shit on Morrissey. I think they've gotten too many shirts at this point. They've already <laughs> yeah. committed. They've gone on a couple eBay. What it is is too many of these people have already invested hundreds of dollars in Smiths merchandise. Literally. EBay. hundreds yeah talking about <laughs> the people that go on ebay and they buy like an this is a real genuine smith shirt from this tour and it's 350 bucks and they've bought two or three of those so they're so committed to liking the smiths that now it's they can't say they're bad but also there's no way that these people aren't actual morrissey fans because as soon as the smiths break it's up morrissey has a, an extremely successful solo career even far more successful than the smiths ever were is morrissey's solo career you can't tell me that he just like gained a an audience are you high of course not it's smith fans going to how many fucking smith t-shirts are there at the average morrissey show i haven't been to one bet there are a lot a shit ton. i bet that there are more smith shirts <laughs> yes. in the audience than morrissey shirts yes 100 i would say give me a fucking better, break <laughs> better than 50 percent. his voice is so bad and what he chooses to do with it is also very bad but his lyrics are terrible Every motherfucking song, the lyrics are terrible. He has to let you know that he's jaded. He has to let you know that he's over it. He doesn't care. It's all too little to be bothered with. It's emo, whiny, emo it's, music. It's sarcasm, though. Just like, I'm so There's no noisy. heat. There's no heat to any of this. There is no passion involved at all. And people will say, yeah, it's not supposed to be because it's sarcastic and it's all bitchy. Even his bitchy lyrics are not nearly as bitchy as I want. If, if I'm listening to a band because it's like, oh yeah, I can't believe he said that shit. I mean, if I was going to steal a burn from someone, I would steal a burn from an episode of the Golden Girls before I would steal a burn from a fucking Smith song. The Golden Girls. Yeah. Those, Hell yeah. That shit goes way harder than the Smiths. Fuck yeah. I agree with that 100%. Fucking love the Golden Girls. <laughs> 
God damn, now I want to go watch some Golden Girls episodes. We should. I don't think many people realize how much of Morrissey's annoying vocal bullshit is just stolen from Elvis Presley. Probably a lot of people who like the Smiths think it's really uncool to like Elvis. Did that whole kind of greaser fucking thing. I think the Cramps are a great band. I think Morrissey probably got to Elvis through the Cramps, would be my guess. It just goes back to Elvis, who is... Gotta be top three overrated of all time. Definitely. Across the board, by any metric. Touched on a little bit. I think a lot of people think that the Smiths music is depressing. And I I do think that's true. I do think that the Smiths are depressing, but I don't think that the Smiths were trying to make depressing music. I think what's depressing about it when you hear it is just hearing it and thinking about how many people think it's good. That's what's actually depressing about it is you going, oh my. It depresses me. So many fucking people like this. I, I just... This bums me out. Want to talk about some lyrics? Here's a, a just a killer chorus of a song, I think. Uh, oh, and by the way, the music on this song, uh, Johnny Marr wrote this music. He was really proud of it, and he liked it a lot. And then Morrissey came in and put these lyrics on top of it, and apparently it sent Johnny Marr into a depression for just like two weeks. Like, he was just thoroughly bummed out. Morrissey is another one of those guys like that just hated the band. Yeah. <laughs> he hated the whole well, thing. I don't think he gave a fuck. He I don't think he cared. Right, it was just like, right. oh, you guys made yeah. some more sounds? Cool. Here's what I'm going to say Oh, you it. put your heart and soul into this? Well, here you go. Yeah, so Johnny Mai writes a bunch of cool music, he thinks, and Morrissey comes in and sings the words, some girls are bigger than others. Some girls are bigger than others. Some girls' mothers are bigger than other girls' mothers. <laughs> Here's the thing. If I told you that was an ICP lyric, you would go, these fucking clowns. What a bunch of bullshit. First of all, if you told me those were ICP lyrics, I would go, yes, they 100%. are. 100%. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, you would. And then if you were going to talk about ICP, you'd go, dude, listen to these fucking lyrics. This is so fucking stupid. But fucking Morrissey does it, and people don't think twice about it. Uh, I don't have this in my notes. I, I just remembered this. There's a band called the... It's not a band. It's just some guy on SoundCloud called The Smiths Fits. And he does bedroom recording mashups of The Smiths and The Misfits. Oh, God. Two bands that are trash, but somehow... It comes together. great. The corpse is all hang, headless and limp. All these with... Surprises and the blood drains down like devil's rain. We'll bathe tonight. I want All right, well, here's an idea the Smiths get back together without Morrissey, and instead they have Danzig sing. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Of course I'm in. It would be awesome. Just to see it. Of course I'm going to go see it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And they have to play the mashup versions of their songs. Heaven knows you're miserable now. Everyone knows you're miserable now, guy. You literally never stop singing or talking about it. It's 100% of the time. Maybe I want to listen to music sometimes and not think about misery. The lyric from the song This Charming Man, I think there are about five lines from Smith's songs that just everyone fucking knows. And the one line from This Charming Man, I would go out to Night, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. Mm-hmm. What did you wear last night? What are you going to wear tomorrow? If you aren't going to go out tonight because you haven't got a stitch to wear, do you ever go out? <laughs> How are you going to get a stitch to wear if you haven't got a stitch to wear to go out and get another stitch to wear? Morrissey. Things that Morrissey thinks about when he needs to write songs about. Well, this is way before the internet and Amazon Prime, so if you haven't got a stitch to wear, no one's bringing you a stitch to wear. No, you have to go get it. This guy's full of shit, man. 
Yeah. He's got a stitch to wear. I'm not fucking having it. And yeah, I know that that the line of the song fits into some story, but I bet 80% of the people who pretend to like the Smiths don't know don't all know that the shit. story. Yeah, they think that they're singing along to a line in a song about just making up an excuse to not go out. Whatever. I want to end with a bunch of Morrissey quotes, but I'm kind of afraid it'll make everyone like him. He calls Madonna McDonna like McDonald's. Nice. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. He said dance music is quote. The refuge for the mentally deficient. It's made by dull people for dull people, end quote. There you go. <laughs> Agree. I think I like this guy, but then he's got to start talking shit on David Bowie. Morrissey, quote, Bowie is not the person he was. Now he gives people what he thinks will make them happy, and they're yawning their heads off. And by doing that, he is not relevant. He was only relevant by accident. End quote. I think he just dogged on people that were bigger and better than him. Well, here's the thing is uh, Morrissey and Bowie were on tour together. Uh, Morrissey was the opening act of course. It's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he should and, be the water uh, boy. And that, that didn't work out too well. It, it didn't last for more than a few dates, I want to say. And I read it characterized as Morrissey being upset that David Bowie was trying to upstage him. Uh, sir, you're the opening act. Your job is to get upstaged every night. Yeah, that's it's how your, it works. It's your actual job to get upstaged every night. Yeah, people are there to see David Bowie and then also you. But you're the also. No, no, no not even and also. But you're the They're also. there to see David Bowie. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have to see you you're to like, get to Yeah, him. you're like the maybe cool sideshow thing. At best, you're a sideshow, though. You're not the guy. Anyone who has heard David Bowie's final album, Black Star, if you think that's David Bowie phoning it in and giving the people what he thinks they want, holy shit. I would love to get a look at your record collection because you, <laughs> you have insane standards. Because I think Black Star is a pretty adventurous note to go out on sure. for someone who's just you know trying to give the people what they want. Whatever, man. He was just trying to show up Morrissey. All right, well, here's a really bad one. I don't think anyone could even begin to defend this. Uh, Morrissey said, quote, you can't help but feel that the Chinese are a subspecies, end quote, because he was talking about their treatment of animals. Yeah, no, no, that's bad. I feel like he's actually made a couple comments like that. But, you know, like that subtle overt racism. People should just stop asking this guy questions. I don't know why anyone ever asked Morrissey a question. Oh, I wonder what Morrissey thinks about this. Do you think that he thinks the worst possible thing a person could think about it? Yep. Sounds about right. That checks out. <laughs> that checks out. Fill in the blank. He said the worst possible thing. Bingo. In 1984, Morrissey predicted that music videos were essentially a fad that would die out very quickly. Amazing. Yeah, way to go, dude. And then there's that Robert Smith quote about Morrissey. Robert Smith on Morrissey, quote, If Morrissey says not to eat meat, then I'll eat meat. That's how much I hate Morrissey, end quote. Do you think Morrissey has friends? Like actual friends. <laughs> That's the funniest shit you've said on this podcast. Like I feel like to date. I feel like if he wasn't Morrissey, nobody would ever want to talk to him. I, he, this is what I think Morrissey would be doing. He'd be a checkout clerk at a small grocery store. Yep. That's what he'd be doing. Yep. If he wasn't who he is, he would be ringing up groceries at 50, 60 years old. That's what he'd be doing. Muttering under his breath about how awful. Yeah, no, no. He'd probably yeah. be preaching at everybody coming through the line. He'd, be a, he'd be a Samuel he'd Beckett be character. He'd be refusing to ring up meat of people that came through the line. <laughs> That's him. All of which is to say, if the Smiths are your favorite band. Your favorite band sucks.
You are welcome for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. You're also welcome for all this great material to back up your long-held but poorly articulated dislike of The Smiths and Morrissey. But here's the deal. We know you like to go to the bar or post on social media ripping off our material like it's a product of your own original thoughts. Listen, this podcast is blowing the fuck up. It's only a matter of time until someone in your crew starts listening to it and then you're going to look like an asshole for trying to act like you thought of all this stuff. So instead, be the cool person who shows everyone their new favorite podcast and turn your friends on to your favorite band sucks. This episode featured a short clip of The Smiths Fits because we wanted you to hear how much better it is than The Smiths and The Misfits put together and we knew you were too lazy to go check it out yourself. I will make sure to put a link to that SoundCloud page on the podcast website, which is at yfbspod.com. Be sure to go check that out for more Smithsfits, which, by the way, we're not being paid to promote. All right, we've got a new episode coming out next week, but it's on the doors, so I don't know. It might not be good.